This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! Welcome to episode number 165 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. And if you want to see me do this live, I'll be in a street corner, hat in my hand, begging for loose change. Whatever you can give, it's greatly appreciated. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullet. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, a theta, plus the imitator, assassinator, baby. I'm a man of power to remember the power. Too sweet to be sour. I'm your prion. That's right, it's me, Smokey Bear. Gosh, what a neat guy. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Baby, baby. Hang on, baby Jesus, this is going to get bumpy. And I'm coming to you once again from the rolling hills of Saratoga County, New York. I'm recording this on the 12th of September, 2022, and you're probably wondering, why are you recording on that date? Well, to be honest with you, well, actually, I, why spoil it now? I'll tell you later on. You probably look at the title and probably know for a fact what's going on here. But let's get to the social media. I won't delay this any further. Are you better not? Oh, no, he's back. I kept him at bay for one episode, and then he has to reappear. Anywho, it's, let's get to the social media. It's the Facebook page available for you. Keep it to yourself, Facebook page. That is also Twitter at keep underscore podcast. So there's that. Pretty brief there. And you're probably looking at the title. It said, No Fun Employment. Well, let me tell you this there, folks. It was like this, Your Honor. You see what, what happened was, on the day in question... Well, what day in question, you ask? Well, it was a week ago this past Thursday as I record this. We were hustled off into the break room sometime after our afternoon break. And one of the staff told us that we had run out of work, so much so that those of us in the doc prep department, I was a visitor because I was brought on to the company to perform data entry duties. And unfortunately, uh, we were given the bad news that we were going to be temporarily laid off. So it was a real shock to the system and pretty dispiriting, as one might imagine. So it's just been a day gathering unemployment, looking for new jobs. I figured, well, this isn't going to last too long. Might as well head for greener pastures or look to see what's available. So I've spent a good deal of time, you know, looking at jobs and seeing what's out there, applying, getting, you know, getting calls, sending emails, you know, just putting feelers out left, right, and center. Even having Frank Sicari, friend of the show, shout out Franklin Alley Social Club, shout out Talk House and Metal Arc Catering. His ex-wife owns both those businesses. But back to the lecture at hand, it's been just trying to keep my head above water, staying positive, and all that sort of thing. Though I will say, full disclosure, I had to get this episode out quick. Oh, welcome back, old Clark. <laughs> Um, I had to get this episode out in a bit of a heated rush because I was given the call that work is back on. They got work for me to do now. So my layoff will thankfully not be very long and lasting. However, the job search is going to continue. I just won't have time to, you know, answer phones, emails, call people back, one thing or another like that. So the old hashtag plot twist is in effect here. All right, what else have you been doing? Try not to, um, you know, twiddle your thumbs, sit at home, soaking in your own juices. Well, I've done some stuff to get out there and 
you know, get out of the house for a little while. This past week, I stayed overnight Thursday into Friday at my dad's companion's house. It was my first visit since, well, the summer ended Labor Day weekend. Now, we'll get, we'll start there for, let's back the truck up. So, we'll start with two days after the shock announcement, or maybe non-shock announcement. Don't think for one second I know what the score was. I planned this out long before all this Michigas had happened. I was going to invite friends over for a Labor Day cookout because my friends, the David Lazaruses, who live down in Albany, had other plans. They were going to go spend part of the weekend visiting his parents. So I said, all right, I'll just invite friends over. They, they'd come along, mostly people I know from my meetup group. One person I've known from way back when, she was my date to the prom back in the day at Saratoga Springs High School. And we had us a high old time. I got to be a good host. A number of people got to meet my dad and his companion before they went out to supper. And this friend of mine named Lindsay, it was like they, they were heading out to supper. She, her parents come and drop her off at the house. So it wasn't exactly two ships passing in the night. Those two were seeing each other. Ahoy there! So the SS Good Times was out in the ocean and really going. What do you mean by that? I'm getting to it. Shut up. Anywho's it's, I got to work the grill. I cooked burgers first, put some tinfoil out on the grill because there was going to be a good deal of grease that was going to be you know, cooked, used up here, or just put on the foil. Didn't want to cause some fires there with the grill. So, in fact, there was so much stuff. I had to organize a system. I took three index cards and I marked down, all right, well, once you're settled in, you know, before you get your appetizers, horse doovers and whatnot, you know, figure out what you want to have. Like, do you want burgers? Fill out, put your name on this card. Do you want a hot dog to go along with it? Go ahead. Bratwurst, same deal. You could have at least one, the other, or maybe all three. Really pig out to mark the end of the summer of 2022. So by my final count, there were seven hamburgers, five bratwurst, and one measly hot dog. There were going to be two, but one person said, eh, no thank you. And there were about ten people that showed up to this thing. I was the host, so I count for some reason. <laughs> Why would I not? And one of the guests that was going to go had to pull out originally because there were health problems with her dad. Family emergency, if you will. But later on, she also contacted me via direct message and said, uh, you know what? Everything's good with my dad. I'm going to come after all. So... Happy endings all around on that front, and good time was had by all too. Everybody was well fed. Everybody had a great time. There were some great things said about Bullet House, and it was such a nice day. Unlike Fourth of July last year, I got to open up all the outdoor spaces. Everybody wanted to hang on the back porch. There were some people hanging out there just chatting while I was out cooking meals. In fact, once I got the burgers right, all right, you guys out here wanted burgers. I'll just give them to you right here. Then I'm going inside. Now, I open up the outdoor areas at my own peril, mainly because I did not have the air conditioning on. I had open windows. Well, during the time that the people were, you know, just milling about, eating, hanging, carousing, all that sort of thing, I took a random look at the thermostat with all the people and the body heat and whatnot. The temperature had gotten up to an uncomfortable 78 degrees. 78 degrees, Jerry. 
So I'm like, okay, guys, don't fiddle around too much with the back door and everything. I'm going to close the windows upstairs. And I'm going to put the air conditioning back on because, whew, I was wondering. I looked down. I was sweating. I thought I was just moving around, you know. That's the problem with hosting. You, know, you like to have friends over and all that sort of thing. You know, make sure everybody has, you know, you want to have a good time, but you're too busy tending to everything else. Like I was tending to the grill. I was going in and out of the back porch, back in the house, you know, zip, 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 in and out, you know, checking the food, putting stuff on the grill, making sure everything was cooked proper. I also prevented two of my guests from getting sick. And they thought, oh, bratwurst ready? Well, earlier in the day, I parboiled them. I was like, no, 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 no. I haven't put them on the grill yet. Don't eat them. Well, they're already cooked. I just parboiled. Like, now let's put them on the grill. Let's eat them that way. So I prevented some disasters there, especially as the master of the house and his companion had just come off individual cases of coronavirus. You may have heard me tell about that in the previous episode. But anyway, had a great time. Uh, didn't do much the rest of the weekend. Went out to supper in the pouring rain Monday night. And then it was just me looking for jobs and putting out feelers and resumes and cover letters and dealing with all that mishigas. Now this brings us to Thursday. I, I go over during the day to my dance companion's house in Massachusetts. Hang out there Thursday night into Friday. I wind up going out to lunch with my dad. My, my dad's companion went out bowling uh, since last I visited. The bowling alleys have reopened in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, all over the state. So that made my dad's companion, Nancy, very, very happy. She could resume her bowling league. And as this is for seniors, this is a Thursday afternooner. So <laughs> the, the early birds are out, man, <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, we weren't long for bowling. We just watched her warm up, and she was all right. I'm not going to judge her right here. She doesn't know I do the podcast, nor do I do one or host this little dog and pony show. But in any event, my dad and I decided, well, we're going to go visit one of my uncles in the hospital because he had been put there, I believe it was last week. And I hate to tell you this, but things ain't looking good for one of my uncles. Uh, and I went and visited him. Or at least that was the plan on the Thursday. We decided, all right, I'm going to take Jason to lunch. There was this restaurant in Lanesboro, Massachusetts, right on Route 7. And I highly recommend it. If you are visiting the Berkshires, I highly recommend this place with no reservations. You don't even need one. Heck, you don't even have the waitress show you to your table. If you go, you can just say, sit anywhere you like. That's diners for you. Formal restaurant, you have a maitre d' says, uh, would monsieur like a table? Okay, not like that, but still. Nice greasy spoon, stick to your ribs kind of food. And it was called, I'm going to give him the shout out here, Bob's Country Diner in Lanesboro, Massachusetts. If you're ever in the Berkshires, I recommend this place with no reservations. Highly recommend it. Especially they serve Polish cuisine too. So I figured I'd get in touch with the homeland or the motherland in this case. Homeland's the U.S. of A. Motherland is Poland, half of it anyway. So I decided to get this thing called the kielbasa sandwich. I just sliced up a kielbasa, put some cheese on it, peppers, onions. It was all right. I mean, I was in a little trouble with the meat there. Again, your teeth would just fall off a sandwich. I got to eat this kielbasa with a knife and fork. My dad got this thing called the chuck wagon casserole. So you get like rice in there, there's meat, there's potatoes. No, not potatoes. 
you know, like onions, all that stuff. It's like a shepherd. It's like a shepherd's pie in some aspects, but unlike it in many others. So I need to know right there. Well, my dad decided. Well, he, Jason's going through some rough time. I'm gonna try and cheer him up, get him, make him smile through his stomach. And we decided to look at dessert. My dad orders a chocolate cream pie, which he thought was all right. Meanwhile, I decided to offer homemade bread pudding, and mmm, mmm, was that good? Oh man. That is some of the that is the best bread pudding I have ever had in my entire life. So high marks for Bob's Country Diner in Lanesboro. Well, sometime between uh, lunch and dessert, my dad gets a text that my uncle said this is the person's in the hospital. Where you know that? Well, you didn't. I don't know why you had to interject. Anyway, uh, my uncle said had to get a transfusion, so that scuppered whatever plans we would have had of visiting him in the hospital in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. You may recall from a very early episode, if you're a long-time listener, that there used to be a full-on hospital in North Adams. But years ago, the people that oversaw it wound up closing the hospital, at least downgrading it to a 24-hour emergency clinic, where if it was bad enough, then you'd have to go to the hospital all the way down in Pittsfield. There's still been a movement afoot to try and bring a full-on hospital Back to North Adams, but I digress. So that means we go back to the house that afternoon. My dad's uh, companion's two granddaughters come over for a little bit. And then my dad's companion gets back from bowling. And we gave my dad's companion a little surprise here. Now, we have this TV station during their newscast during one day. They've been doing this for a few years now. They will come out of a segment of their local newscasts in the morning, middays, afternoon, early evening, and even late at night, where they will take one person, they'll select the submissions. You know, there's quite a backlog, so they won't get to it right away. They emailed me and said that on this day, they were going to do the thing where they honored my dad's companion. She, uh, Nancy was an Army veteran. She is an Army veteran. She served in that branch of the United States Armed Forces from the mid-60s, and she almost got transferred over to Vietnam during her hitch. It was crazy. She could have been there with the helping the soldiers getting shot at by the Viet Cong. Even Forrest Gump, a Viet Cong shot me in the buttocks. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Um, so we put on the new newscast, and there it is, man. It was uh, amazing, and she did a good job. I th she thought I did a good job. I darn near spoil it on the run-up to it, but you know what? <laughs> I think it was worth it. Worth getting the gratitude. And that came hours before a uh, old bit here. I hate to put the sad shoes, but uh, that same day, we learned of the death of Queen Elizabeth II, the longest-reigning monarch in the history of the United Kingdom. 96 years old, man. So any listeners we have in Britain, in the United Kingdom, hearts out to you. King Charles III. It's going to be weird me saying that. Like Queen Elizabeth II was like the only monarch I've, of the throne in Britain that I've known my entire life. Like I was a youngster, I thought the Pope will always be John Paul II. Then he passes away, and now I've had two others. But that's beside the point. So it was great Thursday night, had supper out, and then... Friday comes, we pick up my Uncle Al, and all three of us say, take two on visiting Uncle Sid in the hospital. So we stop at a certain fast food restaurant, not called McDonald's, but they will not be mentioned here. 
And I had myself a, uh, not a cheeseburger, but I had a hamburger. You can custom build these things at this particular place. I think they're called Six Minus One Men. That's all I'm saying. It sounds almost like it, but I'm sure you'll figure it out. They have great food there. You can stuff yourself full of peanuts. I said peanuts! You know, while you're waiting for your order to come up. And I decided to go look at a bacon mini burger with... Yeah, with A1 steak sauce, threw some grilled onions, lettuce, tomato, that whole bit. Now, I have to point something out here when it comes to drinks. They have these new fangled uh, soda fountain dispenser type gimmicks where you can just pick out, you know, if you want Powerade, if you want uh, water, if you want soft drinks, that whole bit. This is like the future here. I think I first saw this at another place, like almost, but not quite like this. Where you just punch things up on the screen, you can get a different flavor of of soft drinks and whatnot. And they're really good stuff. So after I drank my water, I figured, well, I need a little caffeine shot right here. I got a long I got a long day. I'm going home in the afternoon. I want to make sure I have all my faculties in the groove for the trip home. So and this is a great thing. Now I was having a little trouble pressing the buttons, nothing was coming up. I was getting a little frustrated, but I looked over wait. There's contactless filling up here. So I have a QR app on my phone. You know, put it in front of the code there, scanned it, and then like, oh boy. <laughs> All you can do with there is just fill it up with ice. And then you can just pick out what you want. Now, I highly recommend if you're in one of these places that has a fountain dispenser for soft drinks of this kind, I highly recommend the orange... Vanilla flavored Coke Zero Sugar. Oh man, that hit the spot. I'm telling you. I don't know if it woke me up in that moment, but oh boy. It was like Coke and Creamsicle got together and had a baby. I almost sound like the late Norm McDonald. Hey, it's uh, dead Norm McDonald. How are you there, fella? Hey, you heard about this uh, Coke Zero Sugar and you get it from one of these futuristic soda dispensers. They got orange vanilla. What the H? It's as though Coke and Creamsicle had a child, you know. Uh, who is Andre the Giant? All right, thanks, Norm. In from the heavens, thank you. <laughs> a little moment of levity, because there's going to be some heavy shit coming up right now. So after we're done at this 6-1 men place, we head to the hospital in Pittsfield. And it's a law in Massachusetts. There's still a mask mandate. You got to mask her up, get all sanitized and that. You know, check in at the front desk. Like, we're going to see uh, uh, my, my uncle, Alcid Bullet. All right, what room is he in? said, all right, I'm with them. And you get about an hour of visiting time with them, with, you know, still with COVID protocols and whatnot. So we take the elevator up to the third floor. Aunt Patty's been there the whole time. God bless her. And that's where I got the skinny that uh, things were looking so good. He's, as of recording, he is home today but unfortunately he is uh, going to be put under palliative care which is the medical term for he is about it about to knock at death's door i hate to put it this way but the facts are the facts so that was a little emotional speed bump i had a good time with my uncle al and my dad we drove back stopped at a farm stand in williamstown took home some corn from said farm stand dropped my uncle all back off at the house and then went back to Nancy's, hung out for a little bit, got packed up, make sure I didn't leave anything behind. 
Actually, I did. I don't have my Yankees uh, uh, quarter zip jacket with me. I was such a hurry to get going, I forgot about that. Oopsie daisies. Hopefully, they bring that back. And then the next day, I'm back here at the house. Me and my friend Lindsay went up to homecoming at Castleton. And it was really a nice day out. It was rather warm, even for Vermont Sander. Thank you, climate change, or no thanks to you. And I got to see a number of old friends and even somebody who worked in the Academic Support Center way back when. I was surprised to see them hanging out there in the uh, pavilion. That was the action center for not only the alumni. They took one side of the pavilion, but some of the student organizations wound up taking up spots at various parts at the other end. So it was like a hospitality tent. The alumni could sign in. And it was, we were not very long for... The hospitality tent in the pavilion wherever you want to call it so took a little tour of campus me and Lindsay gave her the guided tour hey remember this 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 because our last visit was pre-pandemic October of 2019 so went in the college store very well but I better get some more castle and stuff before the name changed to Vermont State University you can't see it but that's me doing a thumbs down gesture I got a fleece hoodie. It's not hoodie season yet, but I got a new one ready to go. That's the dishwasher going, in case you're wondering what that sound was. And so how about this? I've got a coffee mug. I've got more coffee mugs at the house than I know what to do with. I was, that was insane. But, hey, you know what? You better get some of this castle and stuff because there could be a deep discount once the name change takes place. It will have been happening by this time next year. Hey, I'm trying to do a podcast here. Will you keep it down? Anywho's it's well we dropped the stuff off at the car and say, Well, we're gonna go to lunch right now. So we went to the bird's eye where the elite meet to eat. Bird's eye diner, great stick to your ribs kind of place, almost like where I had eaten some forty-eight hours earlier. Oh, there it goes again. Anyway, so we're sat in the back there. Some changes at Castleton in the bird's eye diner. I'll tell you more about it later. Wound up getting a veggie burger, which oddly enough the cheapest thing on the menu as far as burgers went i've gotten a beyond meat burger but it would have cost me a bit about actually beyond meat burger cost the same as a regular burger i think there was this one called like the canadian bacon burger the dudley do right or something like i don't know but there were all these ingredients and it was like the most expensive burger they had on the menu veggie burger costs cheaper that's probably the only place i know where shit like that happens so had that it was a great little sandwich great little burger not for a whole lot of money especially with all this inflation going around my friend Lindsay had a spicy fried chicken sandwich and we paid separate checks then we said all right we're going to go to this bakery that opened literally next door to the diner and man had some nice treats there i got this thing called a molasses maple bar with with the chunks of Heath toffee bar on top. I my friend Lindsay got one. I got one. I was gonna take it over to my sister's house for supper last night, but I'm like I don't know. Maybe I can just get cookies wherever I go grocery shopping the next day. Well, I had uh, half of the one bar after supper and then the other half later, and oh man, did that hit the spot! I ate good during this fun employment period. Let me tell you. Whew. <laughs> So that was great. I had a wonderful time at Castle. We didn't see the football game. I didn't want to subject uh, my friend to that. I felt not a big uh, sports fan. 
but I was happy to see a Castle and took it to Fitchburg State 48 nothing. So that's the first win of the year, and they're one and zero at home. So good job with that. And also, it's the first week of the NFL season. We may talk football in the closing segment of this episode. So stay tuned for that. If you're not into sports, just fast forward right to the end. You may as well do that. Do yourself a favor. So that's fun employment in a nutshell. Had myself a time, even though most of that time was spent constructively looking for jobs and fielding phone calls and sending out resumes and putting out feelers, as I mentioned earlier. So there you go. That's it. We're done. But not yet. Well, folks, we're about to bring this rickety flight home, however short it was. But before we do, we got a couple of last pieces of business to take care of right here. First up, our podcast shout-outs, as per usual. And we go first with GFA Live. Peter Winston and Keithy Langston did a live watch of the episode of WWF Superstars that aired August 8th of 1992. And this marked the debut of Razor Ramon, portrayed by a famous wrestler who passed away last year the late, great Scott Hall. And tears in heaven as I'm recording this here at Bullet House. It has come on to a massive rainstorm here. Okay, it's not that heavy, but still, you get it. You can follow the podcast at GF Allentown and check out Peter Winston's YouTube channel, too. Great stuff there. No episode of the Sportscasters this week with Steve Bennett, but just the same, you can follow him on Twitter at the Sports underscore, underscore hello, so great, the Sports underscore casters, and on Instagram, at the Sportscasters. The first handle I got was Twitter. You get it. Break it down show. Uh, episode dropped just this week. Pete A. Turner talked with Todd Bensman. Todd! That George Carlin bit. And he was talking the Ukrainian refugees and their impact on U.S. immigration policy. Scarishaw as it may be. You can follow Pete A. Turner at Pete A. Turner across all your social media and... The show itself is called The Breaking Down Show at Breaking Down Show. The Little Littles Podcast, Chuck and Roxy, they had themselves a time in central New York. It was La Cheeserie Night at the Syracuse Mets. They did a whole bunch of interviews with the Littles. Too many to mention here. Seemingly a cast of thousands in Syracuse. You can follow the podcast at Loyal Littles Pod on Twitter and the Loyal Littles Podcast on Instagram. Midwest Bias, speaking of the Littles, Kirsten Onstad and her partner talked to Minneapolis Lori, and there was a preview of the just recently ended Minnesota State Fair. I almost said Minneapolis State Fair. What was I saying? Anyway, you can follow KJ at Buffalo Alice on Twitter and Midwest Bias Pod on across all your social media. And finally, 1 in 44 from the Anderson Center for Autism in the Hudson Valley of New York, Vanessa Castaneda Gill was the guest recently, and the subject was this video game called Social Cipher. I listened to that the other night. Very informative. It's very inspiring what this young woman is doing on the spectrum. We're on her own company, so you can check that out there. Follow the Anderson Center on Twitter at Anderson Autism, and on Instagram at Anderson Center for Autism. As for this bad boy... We're available on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. If we're not featured on there, not to worry. I pasted a link and posted it to, I posted a RSS feed link to the 
show notes and you can just put it on there. You can put it on your podcatcher and get new episodes as they come out. Or episodes. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm a bit of a stay here, folks. <laughs> I have to make a full disclosure. I'm recording this last part the next day after I start recording part one. And I got the news that I'm actually going back to work tomorrow. For how long? God only knows. But back to the lecture at hand here. If your podcatcher to which you're listening to this, or on which you're listening to this, prepositional trouble there, if you're listening on a podcaster that has rating and or review capabilities, do yours truly a solid. Give this bad boy a five-star rating and a good write-up. Thanks, in it help. Thanks in it for your help and all that. That's what I'm trying to say here. All right, I better calm down for the next segment here, the last one, called One More Thing. It's actually called Two More Things. Well, there's one thing I forgot to mention, and that is with Castle and Homecoming, you know, there's these events, there's usually a good deal of free swag. There's some of the stuff from past years. I got another jar of that apple butter that I won in the raffle two years ago. A little roll of thunder here as we've had the rain stop all of a sudden as we try to wrap up this episode. So there was that little thing of apple butter. Can't wait to get into that. There's also some arts and crafts that alumni, students, and their families can also do. Didn't really partake of any of that. One thing that was interesting that one of the the clubs gave away for swag. Last year I got one of those mugs, you may recall, where you pour coffee or hot chocolate in there or something like that. It's dark to start, but when you pour any type of hot liquid like coffee or hot cocoa or some such, like your hot water for have a, a tea, there's an image that comes up thanks to the hot water. just reveals whatever's in there, which I thought... Oh, that was amazing. Well, I got this thing for my nephew when I went over to my sister's house the next night for supper. It's something called a flop ball. I think it's kind of like a fidget spinner of sorts. I consider it to be like hacky sack for the top of your hand. What you do is you try to toss this ball with the tops of your fingers, you know, the finger top of your hand, I meant to say. Comedy errors here, folks. <laughs> uh, so you take this thing there and you put the top of your fingers on your hand just like you know flop it around just try and keep it level for as long as humanly possible probably got fidget spinner calm me right down so there it is right there all right as for this last item here as we wrap up the episode it's mid-september and you know what that means football football and you guessed it football and you also know what that means the return of a segment that I revised last year, back for its second year running, the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week. This is where I look at the week's NFL and college football action, try to find one game that I quite like, that really you know stirs my interest, peaks it, whatever, and I give you a line and you know, give you my take on who's going to win, who's going to, you know, how the spread's going to do, and all that, all that gambling stuff. So without any further let hindrance delay or me mangling the English language in any way possible, here is the official play for the first time in 2022. Hit it, maestro. Alright folks, we're going to start in the National Football League. Actually, this is the only game we're going to pick right here. And that is the New York football giants in their home opener 
against the Carolina Panthers. Now the Giants, they had Lady Luck on their side later on. The Giants are coming off a come from behind win against the Titans in Tennessee. They held on 21 to 20 after Keith Bullock missed what would have been his third field goal of the day. So I don't know how they got through with me. It did look good. I was watching part of the game at my sister's house after supper. Okay, well he my brother-in-law had the NFL Network Red Zone channel, so it was just whip around coverage. It was just go from one game to the next, bing, 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 down the line. You get it. But what I did watch, oh man, Saquon Barkley, whoo! This guy was a highly touted draft pick when the Giants selected him all those years ago. Hasn't quite lived up to his potential when he got to the pros from Penn State, but he had himself a day, boy. 18 carries for 164 yards, scored a touchdown, and even scored the two-point conversion that helped give the Giants the lead and eventually the W for the first time since 2016. Daybolt, Brian Daybolt, the coach, he had a bold move there. <laughs> a Daybolt move, if you will. Now on the Carolina side of the equation, Baker Mayfield has resurfaced. He's left Cleveland, and now he's QB1. That's football talk for the starting quarterback with the Panthers. It's too early to tell if the change of scenery is going to do him any good. I mean, he got out of Cleveland, but how much of a quarterback is he going to be? Is he going to be about the same? Is he going to be better? Does he have better weapons on around him, like uh, wide receivers or tight ends, running backs, one thing or another like that? Who's he got in the arsenal that he can rely on? Well, like I said, it's too early to tell. It's only week two of the NFL season. Stranger things have happened. Taking all that into account, I checked the line this afternoon. The line favors the Giants by two and a half points. I'm going to say the Giants will win, but Carolina, for some reason, is going to cover the spread. So just to recap, Giants coming off a win against Tennessee. Lady Luck was on their side. Baker Mayfield, not sure how he's going to fit in Carolina's compares to the shores of Lake Erie. But just the same, Carolina will cover the two-and-a-half point spread. It's Giants minus two-and-a-half, but Carolina will cover. Actually, I meant to say it was Giants a win, but Carolina will somehow beat the spread. And that, in a rather confusing way, will wrap up episode number 165 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I thank you as ever for listening. Never take the audience for granted. Never have, never will. You guys are the best. I really appreciate it. I'm going back to work, and I'll tell you all about the experience in the next episode. So thanks as ever for listening. Once again, I'll talk to you next time, whatever that may be. And as always, and above all else, Wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Otis lives. Ditto Castleton. Hey, Clavis! Wake up! The show's over. Oh, yeah! Check it! Alright, folks, we're about to bring this rickety fly home, but not for two, uh, shit. Hope we don't get taken off the grid as we get ready to wrap up this episode. So there's the little thing of apple butter. Got that with me. I, um, well, yeah. This has been a Kitty Pod production. Produced in Saratoga County, New York. Shared with the world.